She's a Super Geek is a proud member of the RPG Academy Network. Listening to episode 42 of She's a Super Geek, the actual play RPG podcast highlighting women as GMs. On today's episode, my co-host Emily and I decided to test out Grant Howitt's new game, The Witch is Dead. This is a game about adorable woodland creatures being extremely violent and seeking revenge. And uh, we were also pretty explicit with our language. This one-page RPG is available for free from Grant's website, lookrobot.co.uk. And now we're going to thank some of our wonderful Patreon backers. GM Enchanted Echo Gerrymander. Thank you so much. Jackie Ghost Echo Beckwith. Check out her game on DriveThruRPG. We've really enjoyed it. I have to take a moment and thank our Patreons so much for their patience with us. Both Emily and I's summers went a little bit off the rails in terms of life, and we are trying to get things back on track. We owe you guys a lot of stuff. Thank you so much for sticking with us. Enjoy the show. Once upon a time, there was a kind and beautiful witch who lived in the forest with her familiar. And her life was peaceful and happy until a fucking witch hunter broke into her cottage, dragged her out, and fucking murdered her, and now she's dead! But if I get revenge and kill him, and bring his eyes to her corpse within a week, she'll come back to life. Or so I've heard. Even if it doesn't work, at least the motherfucker's dead. Yeah, today we are playing The Witch is Dead, which is a Grant Howitt game. It's one page. It's out on the internet for free. Uh, thanks, Grant. You're awesome. And we, uh, if, this is... If we screw it up, we're sorry. <laughs> we're sorry. There's not... There aren't very many mechanics, so uh, hopefully we'll do it right. Um, so this is a game in which you play an adorable woodland creature seeking revenge on the witch hunter for killing your wonderful good witch. And tonight we have playing as our familiar... My name is Mika. I'm a fox. But not one of those mean foxes like you see all the time on TV or in Zootopia. <laughs> I'm a good fox. I'm a familiar of the witch Hazel. She and I met a long time ago, back when she was just a little girl and I was just a little cub. I don't know if that's what they call baby foxes, but we're going to roll with it. Sure. Sure. <laughs> and for a long time... We were adventurers. We were adventuring. And then on a hill in Nepal, we got into trouble. Not so much. You should listen to One Shot. And campaign. Anyway. We were traveling and got stuck in this little town because of a bad snowstorm. And it turned out the witch hazel really loved all the gnomes who lived there. What's the name of this town? What's the name of the village? Gnome Stew. 
S T T U. Okay. It stands for. Oh God. Uh huh. What do you stand for? It stands for. Um. Okay, I'm going to tell you the other thing about the village. Okay. <clears throat> the other thing about the village is that they're incredibly superstitious. <laughs> we discovered that Witch Hazel could make a lot of money off of the villagers' superstitions. <laughs> yes. And that she could live well. And it was only a half day's journey to a big city. And so we could do our magical experiments and make magical potions and also fleece these motherfuckers. <laughs> she doesn't sound very nice. I'm sorry. I want to make her nicer. And, um, no, I think she sounds amazing. <laughs> you're going to go rip someone's eyeballs True. out. So We just wanted to be left alone to be able to do our magical experiments. We were trying to cure diseases and make flowers grow in the winter. Well, not flowers so much as this weird green five-leafed plant. <laughs> oh, Hazel. <laughs> That Hazel really loved. <laughs> anyway, I don't really understand the human world. And I really don't understand witch hunters. Witches are awesome. I mean, she raised me from the time I was a pup or a cub or whatever. <laughs> when I was a baby. <laughs> and I'd lost my mother. <clears throat> mm -hmm. And witch Hazel took me in and fed me. And I, in turn, will gouge out this witch hunter's eyes and bring her back to life. <laughs> so uh, we have rolled on a couple of different tables to find out some things about. Firstly, we found out that uh, Mika is a fox yes. and the stats that went with that. We also know that Mika has um, one particular spell. You want to tell us about that spell? Sure. Um so the game gives these familiars just one spell because uh, assuming that the witch would have taught them something easy just to make life easier. And I rolled and I got a spell that's called lock, unlock, open, close, which will greatly help because I have no opposable thumbs. It's true. <laughs> you do not. Um, so I, I justify this with um, that. That Hazel would sometimes really get into her experiments and forget to eat, and she might lock herself accidentally in her laboratory. And so she taught me open and close and lock and unlock so that I could <laughs> get her out. She was a little absent-minded. Okay. Fantastic. So we also rolled, and we know that the village is... Um Incredibly superstitious and filled with cheesy gnomes. <laughs> Sorry, and apparently it's named gnomes too. So, just going to bring up a list of those folks now. Um, and we also know, and Emily's hearing this for the first time. Um, we also know that the witch hunter is magical and jealous. <gasps> Ooh. And there's a twist that I have rolled that I am not going to reveal. Fine. It would give away the game well, if I yeah, revealed it. Of course. It would be less fun. 
It's fantastic. Okay. So would Mika know that the witch hunter is also magical? Um, sure. I mean, you can just decide however you want to do that. It's fine. I mean, there was probably a magical battle in which the witch hunter killed Hazel. Yes, there was. Much like flashing lights and going back and forth and streams of magical energy. Like, um, we could just envision that fight scene in the Harry Potter movies between Dumbledore. That's exactly what I was envisioning. (laughs) Like that, like that happened. Let's do that. And I that tried to help. In the middle of the forest. In the middle of the forest, that happened. Yeah. Right. Did she, Did she like, save you from a blast of magic at some point? Like, it ended up hitting her? Oh, I'm sure that happened. But yeah. I also, at, at some point, got sort of thrown back and hit a tree and got knocked out. Oh, yeah. So, by the, so when I woke up, it was dark. The witch hunter was mm-hmm. long gone. And mm-hmm. Hazel was dead. <clears throat> so I'm going to add another detail to that, which is, um, so Hazel was dead in the snow, and you could see, like, the, the, the battle scene, and then there's the footprints of the witch hunter leaving the scene after the fact, heading back to the village. Wickedness must be punished. <laughs> Evil effectively eliminated. <laughs> okay. Can we start maybe the next morning? And Mika yes. has spent all night. She um she brought Witch Hazel back into the um back into the cottage with the help of some other animals that Hazel has sure. befriended. Mm-hmm. But she knows that she's dead. Yeah. And has been formulating a plan, which at this point is track him down, get his eyes, probably by killing mm-hmm. him, bring mm-hmm. the eyes back within yeah. six days. Yeah. Because I'm not exactly sure how the magic works, so I don't know if it needs to be like a week exactly <laughs> or whatever, so we'll just give ourselves six right. days. Yeah, yeah. Give yourself six days. That's fair. Okay. Yeah, so maybe you guys leave her nicely laid out on the floor, <laughs> looking as put together as possible. And I imagine you are standing at the door facing swirling winds and flying snow, but there's still, you know, enough of a trail of footprints. You know, he went right. back to the village. You can just follow him. Right. Uh, I think Witch Hazel looks a little bit like uh, Snow White in Cased in Glass. Yes. Uh, with yes. all of the animals yes. surrounding her. With all the animals just surrounding her. Right. Yes. And so. And, you know, she's a little pale because she's dead, but her lips are bright red. Like <laughs> Animal friends, I call upon all of you to guard Hazel's body. I will go out and seek revenge and bring back the eyes of the man who killed her. Actually, I don't remember if it was the man. I should not be so sexist. (laughs) And bring back the eyes of the person who killed her. And so you must guard her body and this house well. The last thing we want is for predators to come in and eat her, because I don't know if the magic will work if her body's not intact. I'm trying to respond as a chorus right. of animals. I don't know if it's working. 
I will um, get up on Woo-hoo. my back two haunches and like give the bear a high five. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I will. Uh, I'll look Woo-hoo. out Woo-hoo. the the door, and I will pad my way out, and I will. I will close the door so that it's open just a little bit so that if the animals need to get out, they can, but not so much that people realize it's open. Yeah, yeah. And I will start um, sniffing and looking for those footprints. Yeah, they're like, you can you can still find them. They're little, they're not like fresh footprints anymore. And it's not that it's truly snowing. It's that there's snow that piled up on the branches of the evergreens of this forest. And um, when the wind comes through and blows, it shakes them a little bit. And then the snow kind of drifts down again. So in some places, the the footprints have been reduced to just like little divots. Mm -hmm. But it's still pretty clearly a path. But I'm a fox. Uh, Yeah. I can follow (laughs) a path. Of course you can. So You're clever. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, Mika will kind of look around to see if there's anything that the witch hunter left behind. A piece of cloth, a really good boot print, something that she might be able to get his smell off of. Do foxes have good senses of smell? Oh, yeah, I think so. Okay, cool. Um, I should have so researched what... foxes, y'all. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> but I'm a magical fox. What the hell? You're a magical fox. Whatever. Okay, what do I find? Oh, man. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm setting my... Oh, boy. Okay. What you find is actually like a... It's like a, it's a scrap of like a leather lace that looks like it might have been like part of like a necklace or some piece of jewelry or something. Like it's one of those little tiny thin strips of leather. Sure. And it just looks like one end just pulled off on this branch. Cool. Can I like get, get it? Is the branch not too high? Sure. Okay. I will. You just like stand up on your hind legs and. Grab it in your teeth. Yeah, I grab it in my teeth. I give it a good sniff. Mm-hmm. Is there any dis- is there any special smell I smell? Um, yeah, it's a. I mean, it smells like leather, but you could identify a person. Cool. Who smelled like this? I mean, I just assume this guy has a special soap <laughs> to, to to cleanse yeah. his soul from the terrible things he wrought. He path wrought. Yeah, mandarin and mint, like the Sheridan. <laughs> I've been at two that is, hotels recently. That is very specific. That is awesome. <laughs> Mika may not know the, what those things are, although she may. She probably knows mint because mi- Hazel probably grew mint next to the pot <laughs> <laughs> to mask the smell. Right. Uh, but good. I'll yeah, I'll be able to identify it. Yes. Yep. Sure. And oranges don't grow natively around here. No, because it's an evergreen forest in the middle of winter. So, yeah, listeners, write in and tell us why this witch hunter smells like oranges. Mandarins. Mandarins. <laughs> Mandarin oranges. It probably won't come up again. Yeah, I'm, sh- I'm sure it won't come up again. I'm certain that's the last time it will come up. Anyway... <laughs> Yes, so you are um, jumping. You know how foxes mm-hmm. jump through the snow when it's deep, and so you're like jumping <laughs> over like the deep snow, like footprint to footprint. Right. 
to footprint, and it takes you a little while to get <laughs> to gnomes. <laughs> oh, God, I can't. <laughs> Is gonna die. If this is gonna be too much. <sighs> it's okay. We can make it something else. That's uh, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with it. So gnome. I think. Well, it needs to be more of a, a town name. Like maybe it's gnome Southern Trail to Uthgar, <laughs> and they just call it Gnome Stew because the gnomes live right. there. Because the gnomes the Southern live there Trail to Uthgar. To Uthgar. Clearly, and but it's it's there's just a little gnome kind of ramshackle village that was built up at the um the uh intersection of the paths, right? Okay, All that right. has eventually just it's turned a little bit more permanent, yes, because gnomes have stopped there and they've just gathered into a society. <laughs> Okay, yeah. Except these Fantastic. aren't the short gnomes like the northern gnomes. <laughs> these are these, the southern gnomes. These are the southern gnomes. <laughs> but they do all have pointy hats because pointy they hats. They have are, to. They have to have pointy hats. Otherwise, how would you know that they were gnomes? I mean, they would self-identify. <laughs> uh, yes, they would. Don't make assumptions about people who might be gnomes. It's true. They could be gnomes. Okay, moving right along. Okay, so I'm jumping. <laughs> You're jumping from thing to thing. It takes you a little while to get close to town, right? You um are getting pretty close to town, and you start hearing like the thwack, 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 thwack of an axe hitting a tree. Um, and if you pause and look for a second, there is... <laughs> I'm sorry, I know you weren't making a joke, but it's like, yes, pause. Pause. She just made hand pause at me when she got excited about it and I stopped talking. She was waving sorry. her pause at me. <laughs> so if you stop for a moment <laughs> and look off into the forest, you actually see there's a, a woman wearing a tall red pointy hat with an axe and she's uh, chopping firewood. Do I recognize this woman? Do you know of all the villagers? Would you know them? I would know them by walking around with Hazel. So I may not I may not know everything about them, but I probably can recognize them and their names. I mean, it's not a huge village. Right. So, yeah, so this is <laughs> I'm going to kill myself. Okay, here we go. You recognize her and um this is a gnome named Ange, and you know that in her house, she paints, like, little pictures of herself sitting at tables doing things. <laughs> Killing myself. Of course, that's a big moneymaker in the summer markets in the big city. Right. <laughs> the little painted pictures, she calls them table selfies. <laughs> That's where you're going with that one. Because <laughs> Angie's the queen of the table selfies. Okay. Um, so I can't speak human? No, you can't speak human. <laughs> I will I will leap over to her and try to get her attention. Mm-hmm. It's just by, but staying outside of the, the axe's range. Right. So are you like yipping at her? Yip, yip. <laughs> Me. Ha! Mika! Oh, Mika! Where's Hazel? 
I will, I will like shake my head and hold up the leather lace to her. No, I don't need any leather. Thank you. <laughs> I need to describe what my face just did because it's an audio medium. It is an audio medium. She gave me a very angry look. Yes, my face <laughs> fell from hopeful to like that grumpy cat. Yes. Not the not the well-known one, the one that who like has a half-raised eyebrow that you see on Pinterest. Yes. If you what are you trying to get through to her? I don't know. I was just trying to see if she would recognize it and be like, "Oh, so and so that that went on so and so's, <laughs> you know, jacket." Right. I don't know if she would know that, but I mean, it's a pretty standard-looking piece of leather. It's like brown and it's like 2 inches long and it's oh, like damn. You know, like a one of those like half centimeter wide just strips. Okay. It's got a weird will... bendy bit at the end, like maybe it was in a braid or something. Right. It's not anymore. So I will I will jump back over to the trail mm-hmm. that the witch hunter left and I will kind of I will kind of hop on that trail and hop back and then look at her questioningly and tilt my head. <laughs> like no and like flick your ear at her. Yes. <laughs> As if to say what up? What up? <laughs> so I'm going to have you, I'm, I think what I should do at this point, I think what I should do is have you roll. Got it. This is probably maybe like basic, like basic cleverness. Right. So I need to roll. I will add my two clever. Yeah. And the DC is six, I think. Seven. Seven. I'm making it, I'm making it a basic instead of a simple. So you ah. are trying to communicate with a human. Cthulhu is way easier. Yes. Y'all. <laughs> yes. Cthulhu is really weighted towards players. Five altogether. This is really weighted towards not players. Okay. Well, that wasn't a dangerous task, so you just failed. So she just is looking at you like, oh, are you headed into town? Okay. I'm just going to. You say hi to Hazel for me, okay? Last time she gave me a love potion, it was great. I need to get like five more. I will just kind of shrug my fox shoulders at her and keep going into town. Okay. Whoop, 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 like that. If anybody has sound effects of a fox jumping through heavy snow, let us know. Well, I might be able to find something. <laughs> Fantastic. You So you, what happens is you reach the outskirts of the town. It is kind of ramshackle, but, um, you know, it is permanent buildings at this point. A lot of them you can tell that they were sort of built as something really small, and then they were, like, added on to, and then added on to again. Like, there's a whole new generation of gnomes here now. Like, some of the old gnomes have left. <laughs> New gnomes have arrived. Some gnomes have gotten married. <laughs> have they? <laughs> Not necessarily to gnomes in the town, but they've brought gnomes into the society. <laughs> they've brought spouses from other places. Sure. Imported gnome brides? Is that where we're going with this? <laughs> oh my god, that's so creepy. <laughs> right, so they have like some short northern gnomes <laughs> that they like mail order brided in. <laughs> we just veered way off, way off. That's that okay. 
I think everybody at Gnome Stew understands what gaming is like. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. So there's so there's the town. You you know the kind of the basic layout of this town. So there's there's the intersection of the southern trail to Uthgar. <laughs> and the other path that it intersects with is the winter road to um Ashdale. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uthgar and Ashdale. Ashdale. Yeah. So in the very middle of the town is just a giant sign that has the like arrows pointing mm-hmm. like this way to Uthgar, this way to Ashdale. And, and then uh, there's a small, much newer sign that's like this way to the witch. Yeah. And there's and then there's also one largish building with a nice creaky sign out front that is called uh it's the Arcadian Inn. <laughs> yeah. Yes, of course. And it has a Where picture John Arcadian owns uh and is the proprietor of. Yes, and it has just the the logo is just a big boiling pot. Um, and then there's also so, you know there's like little hovels and like people's right. houses and stuff all around. So the tavern is most likely where a stranger would go because yeah. there's an inn attached to it. Right. As you get into town, once he hits the path, then your the trail that you've been following is now blending with just the trail traffic right. and snow of the just the town in general. Right. And, and the roads are mostly just beaten down um, and kind of like dirty, half-melted, icy snow from just much foot traffic. Right, because this is the time of year that the, the two roads get a lot of use. Yeah, for the holidays. Uh. <laughs> What festival is it, Emily? <laughs> the festival of fairy lights and sausages. Yes. So there are both fairy lights strung outside. There used to be two <laughs> very big festivals competing, and then one day they were like, "Just this is put it stupid. together. We should just." So now it's all combined. So it's a festival essentially of of lights and magic and really nice smoked meat. Yeah. So the entire town. Actually looks way nicer than usual because it's decked out in um, in these fairy lights. And actually, Hazel used to make them. Like, everybody has a string of fairy lights from Hazel that they put out for the right. Festival of Fairy Lights and Sausages. And then your little foxy nose can clearly pick up the scent of the most amazing sausages wafting from the Arcadian Inn. Oh, my God. Yes, Arcadian is known for his sausage. <laughs> It's funny because John Arcadian wears a kilt for I've listeners never, who don't know John. I've never looked under it. I wouldn't know. I mean, neither have I, but... <laughs> John, please don't fire Sunday. It's not my fault. Mika's shoulders kind of fall, like, and her tail falls between her legs as she looks at the fairy lights. And she gets little, little tear droplets in her eyes and oh. it kind of shakes them. And they disappear into like little ice crystals, like Bishi sparkles. Yes, and, <laughs> and they sparkle. Starts walking. They sparkle yes. in the lights of the fairy lights as the sun is slowly setting. Yes. Oh, is it? Did it take me all day to oh, get to town? I don't know. It was just the image that I liked. <laughs> or it's winter and the sun sets super early. Exactly. Yeah, it's that. Okay, so I will make my way over to the Arcadian. The the Arcadian. And- oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> yes, the Arcady Inn. It is now that, yes. Yes, and uh, if I remember correctly, using magic is always dangerous. It is always so dangerous, in- yep. Instead of opening the door myself, I'm going to wait until somebody comes in or comes out and try to skitter in without anybody noticing me. Oh, but I really want you to open the door yourself. <laughs> we have no danger yet. Okay, fine. <laughs> I uh, So I approach the door, and it seems like people are pretty much in or out for the night. Yeah. But that's not good enough for me. I need to get in. Mm-hmm. And luckily, Hazel taught me a spell to do just that. Yes, she did. <laughs> so I look at the door. Do, let's see. I put do the ladder I have down to... and I look at the door. Yeah. And I just I stare at the door handle and I say, "Me." And now I have to roll to see if it works. Yeah, and I'm the. There is no associated difficulty with spells, other than it's always dangerous. Oh, so it just happens, but adds to the danger pool? I don't know. That's what I'm reading. Grant. (laughs) Because you only gain a point of danger if you fail. Using magic is always dangerous. Characters don't use... So let's just call it a six. Okay. Uh, Is this, I would assume, clever because... I think it's clever. Because it's magic. Yay! I got a seven! Nice! So the door clicks open... And uh, right then a breeze picks up and like blows a bunch of snow in right as you go in. <laughs> so people don't see me. They don't necessarily see you. Someone goes, you know, oh, that damn door. The John, the innkeep goes, oh, that damn door. And he stumps over in his kilt. and <laughs> He closes the door again, makes sure it's latched. Let's see. Roll a six clever for me. And this is call for a roll on this Ooh, one. Ooh, I rolled an eight. Nice. You notice that he smells of oranges and mandarins. I mean, it kind of makes sense because, like, it's an inn and he serves food. Did the witch hunter look like John? I don't know. You got a bang to your head, but that is definitely not the witch hunter. Hmm. I like John. I wouldn't want to gouge his eyes out. <laughs> but I will. In this game, not in real life. She says, gesturing with her paw. Yes. <laughs> that was definitely a so paw. So I will, I will kind of creep into the, the main room of the tavern where my guess is that there are gnomes and townsfolk. <laughs> there are many up. people wearing pointy hats. There are many people wearing pointy hats. They are playing many games. They are. They're playing many, many games. Some of them I seem s- to be playing. One of them is running a game that he's, uh, he keeps just touting at people and there seems to be like a bag and there's lots of chips in it and he keeps, you know, talking about water. Water shaking, wasters. Shaking the bag at people. <laughs> <laughs> telling them they have to draw. Yeah. That yeah, happens. Um, he tried to get Hazel to play that game once, and she politely excused herself. <laughs> <laughs> Which is too uh, bad, because it's also... a fun game. Oh, yes. Sorry. <laughs> no, I'm... Please play Phil Vecchione's Hydro Hackers. <laughs> available maybe sometime soon. Maybe sometime. Keep an eye on Misdirected Mark. And Encoded Designs. So I, I assume that there are that there's a huge stack of board games. Yes. Like one shelf is just covered in board games. Yes. 
So some people are playing like there's this map with like little trains that they're moving around. Yes. Uh, there's these like little square pictures that people are flipping back and forth and moving pegs around. And I'm looking for, I kind of am, am hiding behind a table. Yeah. I'm looking for somebody who I don't recognize as a normal townsperson. Yeah. So there is, you. why don't, why don't I make you roll to hide? And I think it's going to be reasonably easy. There's like a lot of people, but. Let's make it. Is a this going to be a sly? Uh, sure, I think sly would be good. I only have a plus one to sly, y'all. <laughs> but I rolled an A. Oh man, mm. killing it. Okay. Um. Yeah. Nobody notices. I'm using you. my Gryffindor dice. Damn it. <laughs> there is a typical hooded figure in one of the darker corners, away from the fireplace. And that's the only suspicious person. Yeah, I mean, that's the only person that you don't immediately, you know, go like, oh, this person is usually here and seems normal. Is the person eating anything? Does the person have like a game of solitaire going? <laughs> um, Let's see. Yeah, they are sitting there. They are. <laughs> they have uh, a number of pieces of paper with squares in front of them, and they seem to be drawing things on them. Making notes. I'm gonna, don't tell me I'm going to kill the town's new dungeon <laughs> It's all right. It sounds like he's running 4E. He can die. <laughs> I thought you liked 4E. I do, but nobody else seems to. <laughs> it's so. okay if you like it. I'm just not going to play it with you anymore. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like it enough to play it over yes. 5E. <laughs> yes. I mean, that's the thing, right? Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Moving right along. Or he's play or he's planning Pathfinder or any other playing a lot game. of a lot of D and D D twenty style things. You don't know. But he's drawing some very elaborate square based maps in the corner and sipping some sort of human drink. I'd like to get closer to him. Yes. Would you like to get closer quickly or slyly? Slyly? It's the same Yeah. Plus, but I guess I think slyly, so sure they don't notice me. I'm gonna tell you it's dangerous. And I rolled a two plus one Ooh. is a three. Okay, so it's dangerous. I'm gonna I'm gonna raise your danger to one. Dun dun dun. Highway to <laughs> the danger <Dangerous>. roll. <laughs> to, to take a ride into the danger roll. Yeah. So, uh, and I'm only, I'm less than halfway through my bourbon cream, y'all. I know. I already drank that whole hot chocolate and I'm, I didn't actually really end up putting that much in there. I'm considering opening something else. <laughs> yes. So, uh, you, um, you do. And right as you sneak out to dash across one of the open spaces, uh, let's see, the barmaid whose name is Darcy. <laughs> Um, oh, I love Darcy. <laughs> uh, she trips over you. Darcy Moss? Yeah, Darcy Darcy Moss, the gnome. <laughs> Darcy. She trips over you as you're 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 trying to dash from under one table under the other table. She's carrying a tray. She can't see where she's going. Her foot catches you like under one of the legs and she goes <laughs> sprawling and uh, oh, no. and you go flying a little bit. <laughs> and there's the crash of 
you know, this is not what I intended it to happen. Breaking pottery. Yes. <laughs> and the, the figure in the corner looks up um, and you can see like in the hood, like two glittery, evil looking eyes and a waft of mint breezes in mm. your direction. Was I tossed closer to the hooded figure or farther away? Um, I think closer, and you're so you're under a table again now. He just looks up suspiciously. All right, I will uh, feel very badly, mm-hmm. but stay where I am, and I will keep an eye on the hooded figure. If he makes a move, I will make a move. But I'm gonna let. I I assume because everybody in Gnome Stew, <laughs> the town, is super nice. <laughs> That they are like, oh, no, let me help you. Right. They're all like, oh, oh, Darcy, what happened? (laughs) Yes. And then they all immediately start talking about um, how it's the ghost of, it's the ghost of old man Logan. The ghost of old man Logan is haunting the inn again. And he just, you know, he was a cranky old bugger in life. And, you know, then he just went up in that fire and now he's a cranky old bugger in death. And sometimes he just makes weird things happen. And, you know, how could he pick on poor, sweet Darcy making her fall like that? Joke's on them. Breaking all the crockery. I met the spirit of old man Logan. (laughs) He's really nice. (laughs) But they're very superstitious. They are very superstitious. Yeah. They once had Hazel do an exorcism. Which she admitted was not her strong suit, but which I figured out pretty quickly because I'm a pretty good familiar in facts. She wasn't actually using any magic. Mm -hmm. She was just trying to help them calm their fears. Yeah, because she was a good witch and a good person. Yes. Yeah. And that motherfucker killed her. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Can I just say, I've never said that word more than in this past hour. Right? Like, in my entire it, life, I don't think I've ever said that, like, even twice. But in the past hour, I've dropped it, like, ten times. Have some more bourbon cream. And you're saying it in the nicest, sweetest, most adorable voice ever. Exactly. Because <laughs> I'm a fox. <laughs> she says, and drinks some bourbon cream. As my eyes stare at him from under the table, glittering with the deepest rage of a thousand hot burning suns (laughs) and you whisper to yourself you're gonna die (laughs) i can't use the line yet like (laughs) you can't you have a good one saved up okay i do what's gonna suck is if i get to it and it's not as good as i think it is so well then we'll just cut it out and put in something better (laughs) it's fine yes build up build up okay yeah so, yes, you are under the table. He looks around pretty sh- suspiciously for a moment. And then he kind of hmm. pulls his hood a little bit more forward. And uh, looks like someone has a guilty conscience. Leans in, starts drawing again. But he's looking around more now than he was before. What's your plan, Mika? Uh, that's a great question, voice in my head. <laughs> I totally forgot I wanted a Jiminy Cricket figure. So oh, right. We'll just yeah, not, we'll just not even bother with that because I completely forgot it. Yeah, so it did I. Been funny. It would have been funny. Um, That's okay. You can still talk to me. I'm the voice in your head. I'm the narrator. You can break the fourth wall and talk to me. So, so narrator. Uh-huh. <laughs> Storybook teller. Yes. <laughs> what would it take to get the gnomes to turn on him 
and kill him. Well, they are very superstitious. Very superstitious. I was going to say, I think that's, they're very superstitious. You would have to. Ratten's on the wall. <laughs> you would have to convince them. You just need to convince them somehow that he's, you know, that much of a threat. They would at least run him out of town. But they're so cheery. I don't know if they would kill him. Well, we'll see what happens once the uh, he gets near the bears. <laughs> and their cubs. The cubs are really on fire this year. <laughs> they're real champions. <laughs> they really come into their own. <laughs> it took them a while. <laughs> it did. It took them over a hundred years. They're magical cubs. <laughs> They've finally come to maturity. <laughs> oh, the magical bear cubs. I think I might cause more mischief and somehow get them to blame him. Okay. And then once he's thrown out of the town, me and the other animals will help lead him Mm -hmm. into a pit trap. (laughs) Okay. Or we'll just kill him. (laughs) Yeah. Or... Uh, we'll make sure he gets stuck in a giant ice storm and can't leave. Okay. In a pit trap. In a pit trap. Do you need to go build a pit trap? (laughs) I didn't think that far out. I need to start raising suspicion first. So maybe I'll do that now. Start raising suspicion. And then once he goes to bed, I'll go make the pit trap. And then in the morning, I'll come back and and raise more suspicion. So hopefully by tomorrow at lunch, they're like, get the fuck out of here. What are you doing? (laughs) Okay. Okay, cool. So how are you going to, um, how are you going to raise suspicion and and pin it on him? So he smells like mint. Mm -hmm. Is there any other distinguishing thing about him? Not that you can see right now. We could get closer. I get, I want to get closer. Okay. (laughs) Are you going to sneak? Do I have to roll again? Uh Uh-huh. Okay. (laughs) I'm being sly. No, I'm not. Rolled a natural one. Are you serious? Yep. Oh, what happens when you match the danger number? A thing happens. I get captured or killed or or something like that. Bad things happen. You're in serious trouble, dead, trapped, lost, or captured. Okay. Here's the thing. If you kill me, though... Yeah, no, I'm not going to kill you. That's boring. We, anyway. Well, I only have like 30 minutes of gameplay, and there's no satisfying <laughs> ending, so... Well, I'm not going to kill you. That's dumb. Yeah, so you roll you match your danger number. That means the bad things happen. You put a paw and your nose out to sneak from under your table to under his table to like almost get there. And right as you get to under the table, and you thought, you thought no one had even noticed, right? Right. Because you were being super sly. You thought no one had even noticed. Right as you get there, suddenly he like sweeps his cape around and just wraps you up in it. And you're caught in the (gasps) cape. And he just scoops you up and he uh, gathers his paper, leaves some change on the table, and he walks out of the inn.
enjoyed episode 42 of She's a Super Geek. If you liked what you heard, please consider backing us on Patreon at patreon.com slash sasgeek. You can also leave us a rating or review on iTunes, which helps new people find the show and makes us super duper happy. You can find your own copy of The Witch is Dead on Grant Howitt's website, lookrobot.co.uk. We'd love to hear from you. You can follow us on Twitter at SassGeekPodcast or check out our website, sasgeek.com, to find more ways to connect with us. Our theme song is Rock and Roll Play Baby by Kieran Strange. Find more fantastic music, tour dates, and merchandise at kieranstrange.com or follow on Twitter for news and updates at Kieran Strange. We'll see you in two weeks for our next adventure. I'm ready, I'm waiting on the battleground. She's a Anyway, it's hilarious. Should we tell people what this game is? Sure. Welcome to She's a Super Geek. We do gamey stuff and we like women. I'm. This is a podcast highlighting women as GMs, is what I meant. And Sunday's a little drunk, and uh, I'm drinking as well, so this is going to be an interesting game. (laughs) I'm going to cut all of this. (laughs) Emily! (laughs) I thought you were going to introduce your character. Co-host of She's a Super Key, Master of Light and Shadow, Manipulator of Magical Delights, Devourer of Brownies, Champion of the Great Halls of the Great Bourbon Cream. (laughs) Okay, sorry. Sorry.